Hey everyone, it's been a while. Four weeks to be exact, and this episode is here to tell the story of why. There's no interview in this episode, just an update on my business and life. Um, yeah. I'm actually just sitting in bed right now. The main reason I haven't been creating podcasts lately is because of Jagstart, IUPUI's elevator pitch competition. Essentially, it's an idea pitch competition with real prize money on the line. Uh, first place wins $2,500, second place wins $1,500, and third, $500. There's also an audience choice for $1,000. The competition consists of a four-page application portion, and then if selected to be a finalist, you give a three-minute speech on stage to a crowd and four judges. The tricky part is you can't use any form of visual aid, such as slides or props, so you're being judged purely on what you say within that three minutes, um, along with a two-minute question and answer period from the judges after. It's supposed to be just like an elevator pitch, and for those who don't know what that is, the best way to describe it is how would you describe your business if you were in an elevator with Bill Gates? You have a great idea and an investor with money is standing in the elevator with you for only a short few moments. Your goal is to convince them to invest in your idea. So how do you get that across? That's an elevator pitch. Short, sweet, and to the point. I actually entered this competition two years ago when Theme Movement was a pretty young concept, but it wasn't evolved enough yet and I wasn't selected to be a finalist. However, this year, I reapplied and I was selected to pitch my idea. I had a few weeks to work with the mentors and prepare, write, and practice my pitch. I believed I had a solid shot at winning, honestly. I'm very confident in my idea, and most people I talk to think the same thing. However, only when I can convey it clearly enough for them to understand. That was my biggest issue coming in to this competition. Um, my idea is so complex and integrated that I've never really been able to explain it clear and concisely. A few months ago, I had a 10-page document to try to clearly convey my idea, and I considered that short, honestly. Like, that was a abbreviated version. And suddenly now I have to convey everything in a three-minute speech, which is like a one-page document if you have it typed out. I don't know if you took speech class or not, but three-minute speech goes by like unbelievably quick. Like by the time you're done with the introduction, 25% of the time has passed. Uh, needless to say, I knew this was going to be the most difficult part. One of my mentors I talked with, um, his name was Dylan Brown. He That doesn't matter too much, but he seemed to understand the idea best of anyone I've ever talked to about it. Um, it was quite satisfying, honestly. Dylan is actually 20, and he dropped off college after one year, which is crazy. And since then, he's actually worked in startup business development. And it's not like he's some like unsuccessful person. In May, he's moving to San Francisco. So, I mean, he knows what he's doing, I assume. Anyways, after talking with Dylan and the other mentors, I confirmed the route I was going to take for the problem statement and started writing my speech. This felt impossible at first, but after a couple hours, everything was starting to click, and as I shortened and shortened it, everything remained making sense. And this was a very good sign. Like, very good. I was so worried about this. I was liking the way it was turning out, honestly. The speech was on a Friday. That Wednesday, I went to my sister's to practice it. It went pretty well in the sense that all of the words came out of my mouth, um, but let's just say three hours later, we were still making edits. A lot of little tweaks and changes to make everything more powerful and convincing. Words like develop instead of gain and match instead of connect. Um, I walked out that night with a pretty different speech. 
uh, two days to the pitch, remind you. So let's jump into the next day, Thursday. I had a practice speech up on stage with mentors at 12.30, meaning I didn't have much time to practice stage changes, less than 12 hours. Luckily, when time came, though, I gave my speech without any mistakes or pauses. However, I received some pretty valuable feedback that made me second-guess my entire approach. I pretty much spent the rest of the day and night changing my speech again, um, this time even more. I removed and replaced whole sections, reorganized, and cleaned up. A good 30% of the speech was different. Reminds you, with less than 24 hours until I was going on stage for the real thing. I practiced the final version of that speech all night and all the next morning. The competition was at 1.30 um, in the afternoon, so naturally I woke up at 7 a.m. to practice. I probably gave the speech no less than 25 times over that 16-hour period, and eventually I had it down. I, I mean, I was confident that I, I thought I had it down. Let's just say that. I took the speech so seriously that I even practiced it in VR. Like, I found a video of a crowd watching me in virtual reality so I could practice being stared at and distracted and stuff like that. I thought it was pretty genius on my part, honestly. Yeah, so I practiced for five hours that morning, and eventually, the time came. 1.30 had approached. Out of the 14 finalists, I was drawn to go third. Um, ideally, I wanted to go around the 7-9 range in the middle, uh, but third still gave the judges some time to warm up a little bit. All the contestants were assigned to sit in a room off to the side where we were shown a live feed at the stage. Um, when 1.30 hit, the room felt like a war room. Everyone was silent. Some were blasting music in their headphones to battle nerves or get hyped. Um, but most just stared, tapping their feet. I, on the other hand, just tried not to think at all. I knew I would fail if I overthought the whole process, so I kind of just left the room and paced the halls practicing my speech. Or more specifically, the first part of my speech. Because I say, if you remember the first part of your speech is something, the rest will come naturally as well. Um, but in my case, the problem was not all of the speech was natural yet. There was a huge chunk in the middle of the speech that was 100% different from just 24 hours before. And it was honestly one of the most important sections, so I knew I had to nail it. Um, I even told that to my sister beforehand. Like, if I was going to mess up, it would be there. So eventually the second contestant finished and the Think Movement logo appeared on the screen. I was then introduced, I walked on the stage, picked up the crowd, it was really happening. I remember saying my first lines and still thinking like, wow, this is actually happening. Like this was so rehearsed in my head that I was literally thinking different words from what I was saying. Almost exactly a minute in, my introduction was done, which I know was great timing because I had it all mapped out. Introduction done by minute one, the next part done in 45 seconds, and I needed a minute and 15 seconds at least for the last section. If I had less time available, I would have to cut some parts out on the spot, which I already pre-planned which parts to cut. Remind you, I was very prepared for this. Anyways, the speech was going well. I was hitting my points, and I was making eye contact with the crowd. I wasn't pacing, I sounded confident. Honestly, it felt great. Then the new section arrived. And then my brain had left. I completely froze. I stood there in shock for a good five seconds trying to get my brain checking again. For the life of me, I could not remember what I was supposed to say. 
I kept clicking refresh, but nothing was happening. I stood there. Um, I just stood there. But I knew that thinking to myself on stage would only make things worse. So I made the executive decision to skip the section and move on to the next. I just kind of made an awkward laugh and jokingly apologized and continued. It's all I could really do. Luckily, though, later in the speech, I actually remembered what I forgot and briefly mentioned it. The impact wasn't the same, but the information still came out of my mouth. So eventually my speech ended, and it was the judge's turn to speak. On top of practicing the speech, I also made an entire document made up of questions I may be asked and memorized the answers. Uh, it was like a, a whole list of like 20 questions with answers. It was like a five-page document, maybe six, uh, maybe four. I don't know. I was pretty prepared for the question and answer section. Let's, let's say that. And it turns out I really was. Like, I confidently answered the judge's four questions with uh, very minor slip-ups and gave pretty good answers, I think. I walked up the stage with very mixed emotions, um, mainly just happy it was over and all the stress had left with it. Back in the war room, everyone said I spoke and recovered well, so my confidence was still there, just a little less there. Um, it was a funny feeling being so relaxed suddenly while everyone else is still just like freaking out and focusing so hard. Like I was, I remember talking to someone, I was just like laughing and they were just stressed out and I was like, oh, my bad. So one by one, they went on stage and one by one, they returned, each acting like a completely different person upon return. This is a pretty stressful competition. I mean, a lot was on the line and eventually it ended. After contestant 14 went, it was time for the audience voting, which was kind of rigged. Each audience member got two coins, and then then each pitch had a box, and then you could put your coins in which pitch you thought were best. So this means that if you brought 15 people and everyone else brought three people, you would have 5,000 of votes if they all voted for you. All you had to do was just bring a bunch of people, and you would win the audience vote, which someone did. So that's great. So yeah, uh, after some snacks and small talk with everyone, it was time for the final results. All the contestants stood up on the stage, and they started by announcing third place. Not me. At this point, I was thinking, okay, like I didn't want third place anyway, so obviously I want first or second. Second place. The MC looked over, staring right in my direction. Not me. Well, now I was feeling a mix of worried, but still pretty confident. I still thought I had a good chance of getting that one last position, even with my slip-up, because almost everyone's speeches were full of mistakes, and there wasn't that much of a criteria. It was more focused on the idea portion. Anyways, this was my last chance to place, and uh, we all knew this. But I, I wanted it so freaking bad. I was still pretty confident my name was going to be called... So the time came. First place. Not me. Yep, I, I didn't place. Honestly, I, I couldn't, I, I don't know. I could not believe it in the moment. I was legit 90% sure I'd at least place somewhere. Like not even a cocky way, I just, I felt I deserved it. And I still do, honestly. The thing is placing meant more than just a reward for me. It would provide me with something even greater. A sense of validation. I ended up changing my pretty solidified idea based off the feedback I received from this competition. 
and I'm fairly positive it's in the best and final rendition now, but without the validation of placing, I'm not completely sure. Placing would have said, okay, Jacob, it's a good idea. Now go make it happen. Um, the reason this is such a big idea is because my capstone is revolved around my idea. And I've been putting off all my capstone work because I need my idea to be solidified first. Uh, which I was hoping this would do for me, but I mean, I can't start all this stuff like business plan, sales pitches and stuff like that without the final rendition of the idea, obviously. But honestly, my idea still might be in its final stage. I like it a lot where it's at right now. The competition's process evolved my idea further and now it's as good as it's ever been. The only problem is I've, I've literally thought this like three other times before. I've thought, man, this is the best my idea is ever gonna be. And then like six months later, it's changed. So who knows? But I'm running out of time, so I, I think I'm just going to have to accept it as a final rendition for now. And I'm pretty fine with that. Um, I think I just need a better way of expressing it and telling the story of what the idea is. And trust me, I do really want to tell you guys my idea right now. Like, I really want everyone to know my idea. Um, but that'll happen soon. Don't worry. That'll happen pretty soon. You'll know soon enough. So that's why I haven't been making the podcast episodes lately. I've been putting a lot of time and energy into that competition, which, as you just heard, did not end as well as I would have liked it to, but it kind of had a silver lining by bettering my idea and helping me understand it myself, honestly. I can now confidently tell people a quick synopsis instead of trying to ramble for minutes to convey the key points or show them a 10-page document. Um, I'm much more confident with it as a whole, and it's time to take the next steps, which is, um, which I kind of mentioned is creating sales pitches, investor reports, redoing my business plan, redoing my motion graphics video, which I literally spent a hundred hours making over the past few months, um, which is now useless, obviously, because for my old idea, and there's a lot, a lot more stuff to do in the next, um, under two months. So that's great, but I'm pretty excited for it, honestly. I, don't, I, I find it fun. Um, it's a challenge. It's a good challenge. And I enjoy having complete control over everything. And it keeps me busy. So, yeah, the podcast will return to normal after another week off. Sorry, because I'm going on my last spring break ever. It's crazy to think about, like, my last spring break ever. I also have two months and then I'm done with school forever. So that's also crazy to think about. Well, unless I go to some, like, grad school or something which I'm not planning on um yeah crazy stuff a lot of big moments in life coming up crazy anyways thanks again for listening guys I hope this episode was still entertaining even though it was just me uh, rambling remember to follow the social media accounts to see visuals of what I'm talking about also be sure to rate this on whatever platform you're using I think it's on like five platforms now and make sure to share it with friends who would find it beneficial. If you know any friends trying to be entrepreneurs, um, show this to them. I can help them. They can help me. Community of helping each other succeed. Yeah, okay. See you guys in a couple weeks. Thanks again for listening. Adios. Or ciao.
Nation. Anyways, bye. This episode's secret message is avocado is a berry and strawberries and raspberries are not berries. So take that in.